0: Kevin. Hi, I'm Jack. This is good company. Wait, that's all wrong. So I
1: was can't help in Rockville, and uh, I saw this new sign, this new store went up. It used to be a Turkish hookah store. Ugh. I know. Never saw anyone Why in, would, in there.
0: I don't understand. Hookahs. Think- Think about that. Think of how disgusting the inside of that machine. Yeah, the, the I machine is that even the proper word? The I don't know. This is
1: getting. This is kind of sounding racist, real quick. <laughs> no, 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 no. It has nothing <laughs> to do the with hookah? that. hookah, it's water. Tugging you know tobacco they don't smoke. Clean it. Oh, but you see, that's where I'm saying it's getting a little racist. I think they're very good about cleaning out the water when no, you get a fresh
0: hookah. Not. They- I have friends who like hookah. Oh, and they're like, ooh, those things in the public places are disgusting. Are they
1: the same people who like cigars? Is it that crowd? It's, it's yeah. Who knows? Do you like I, cigars? Ugh. No, right? I
0: think as as with cigarettes, sometimes cigarettes they smell, smell nice. good, or they are yeah. they're very memory
1: jogging. But no, I do not smoke anything. Okay, I'm a clean teen. Teen. teen, and you are. God damn it! That's one of the things that's a vice that you were never even. Your mother smoked a little bit. My and Your dad smoked. Yeah, but anyway, this this this. It was a, a hookah store. Ooh. Now it is Lil. I kid you not, L I L Cakes and Creamery. Now I've. For the life of me, I thought Parks and Rec rid America of the use of Lil. No. With Lil, remember Lil no.
0: Sebastian? Well, no, but Lil is yeah, Lil,
1: Lil, Lil. L- Lil it's a L- joke. L A yeah. L apostrophe cakes and creamery. Lil Sebastian, Parks and Rec, and and there was nothing Lil about Little Sebastian, oh. which just reminded me. When St. Michael's was really popular in the 80s and 90s... Are you talking it, about 1880s? Or? No, well, the 1880s, it was very popular as well, but for a completely <laughs> it was different reason. then, wasn't it? It was what? Wasn't it getting bombed then? No, that was the War of 1812. Oh, my God. You got history. They were- there were croissants, croissants everywhere. everywhere. Okay, was that when the French attacked the White House? <laughs> Remember that episode? Yes. <laughs> it's because I so, didn't understand what you were saying. In the anyway, eighty, in the nineteen eighties and nineties, though, because lots of the towns, uh, the cottages and towns and houses were turned into little boutiques, right. and they were, uh, you know, and it was fluffy, muffy, and spiffy. would it was, come to town. There was that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and it was um, who was the uh, justice, Chief Justice on the the um, Kavanaugh um he's uh, he's one of the uh, supreme court justices this Ooh. was his era he came down every weekend his parents had a place outside of saint michael's and he was in town every weekend didn't it was the that president
0: era. have a place out there yes or, yeah yeah didn't, uh, didn't what's his face
1: the, yes 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 uh, the, the guys who were um uh rumsfeld and cheney both retired there and yeah. they both had houses about a mile apart so secret service could watch them no they were retired but that, that they were retired by that. This was after the Bush administration. Absolutely. They retired to St. Michael's. They had houses. They were about a mile down the road from each other. They were out on a peninsula. It's kind of where we used to live. It was. The, but this was before that. Very it was very fancy. So there was the you know, like the Calico Gallery and the Christmas shop. Any everything had an Oh e. Christmas
0: shop. Christmas shop. Any place where there's a bunch of rich white people. Yeah. There's a Christmas and it, shop. And it was
1: always shop P P E S H O P P E. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, Shoppy. <laughs> the shop. The uh peas and carrots or Linda's. Just Linda's. <laughs> just Linda's. And you'd go in and there were notions and the gallery, the gallery, <laughs> you're right? Just some overpriced, bad watercolors from local but artists. Th- but
0: all of those structures that are in St. Michael's, they've just kind of molted into new businesses. They do it's all the same. Well, they day, would, right? they would
1: do that. And back, and I came up with it, and I fleshed it out with Joe. We were going to open a shop called Sugar Morselins, That's... and it was our our backstory was. We were um, a branch office of Conrad Morsels' empire. Conrad Morsels was a an industrialist from the early 20th century. He made his money in the copper mines out west in Colorado. Did he have uh, anything
0: to do with St. Michael's? Nothing to do with oh, it. Okay, this is completely okay.
1: fictional. Sugar Morsels' Conrad Morsels was our progenitor, and there was a portrait of him. Sounds like a great place. And so everything was ridiculous, like... The morsel sampler, uh, <laughs> like a delicious chocolate brownie, a full fudge peanut brittle, and a piece of whatever. <laughs> only forty dollars, <It's> only- <gasps> you know. And a deal? The, oh. the, the, the the sugar morsels moo cow special milkshake made with real whole milk and you know full blown Mexican sugar. Nineteen dollars for eight and, creamy ounces. And the tears of small Asian. Uh, yeah, it's stuff like that. Because yeah, these crazy. stores came yes. and went. So sugar oh morsels. No. We knew which shop we were going to put it in. We had. A the menu all picked out, all the items that were going to go on there, everything was going to be Sounds overpriced, yeah. and we were going to be out of business within five months, just like everybody else. Well, but, you know. So anyway, when I see little Cakes and Creamery, I guarantee you little Cakes and Creamery is not going to last. Well... Mm. Anything with Lil on the title, no one's going to take you well, seriously. Um, ho-
0: okay, well, first of all, the, the area of Rockville, it's so Yeah, it's transient. so. Uh, there's there's got to be a better word for it where you have like a hamburger joint next to a. Yeah. A Schizophrenic. Sho- a sewing shop <laughs> next to a halal yeah. place next to there's a. There's no consistency. Christian bookstore next to- There doesn't seem to be. No. So Little Cakes and Creamery is. Lil. <laughs> Lil. Lil. Get it Lil, in there. Lil. It's kind of sitting. It's not by itself. It's between. It's, well, it's between it's a, yeah, a CBD
1: seller an, and a um, HVAC parts place. Well,
0: <laughs> next to CBD couldn't hurt it. No, but, that's true. You know, yeah, it's kind of. Funny. Um, I will, of course, give it a try because it's cakes and ice cream. And but, you like things that are lil. You know, and lil. Well, yeah, you know, I'll have six of those. You know, <laughs> so but. Uh, I, 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 of course, whenever, whenever I see somebody opening a new business, of course I always wish them well. But of
1: course I'm like, oh, it's never, it's gonna not going to work, it's not going to work, it's, it's going to be, it's Norwich loca- all over again. It's not in a very good location. So what did we, what do we do this past Monday that you hate? We flew, Oh. and we Ugh. flew a. Well, there's no such thing as a. Is there a budget airline? And then I there's a brand. I don't. I don't. Well.
0: I, well, what, what I mean, Spirit uh, is supposed to be Spirit's a super budget. Spirit's budget. American and, is still... Southwest. I, exp- oh, Southwest is gone. No, no, get, no. Southwest oh. just had a big hiccup. Oh. I honestly don't know.
1: Um, but, I mean, I think even flying like a brand like American feels like budget. You get nothing. Well, you know?
0: but I don't think of them as budget so much as utilitarian. I I just find that it's it's very funny when when you're, you're like i've got these flights they're this much and we're going from here to here and of course i always ask the same questions what is my seat number and am i in the first right. boarding
1: list? we flew JetBlue, which is kind of between a budget airline and a i i i, I, I hesitate to call it pre there's what is a premium well, airline I think like air singapore I, well i would you know, the, I mean, the but ones, you but know, budget class like, uh, is always kind of. What's kinda... the
0: big one? What's the big English one?
1: Uh, British Airways. British Airways. Yeah,
0: but uh, but what what I what I discovered about the JetBlue thing though was, if you wanted premium seating and premium, it's all available. Yeah. You just have to pay for it. Yeah. So that was very frustrating for me because. Flying airport airline travel is very, very, very stressful yeah. for me. Well that nine
1: eleven thing really made it go from to that. Well, but that, it's it's stressful for changed, everybody.
0: That's what changed the I don't just know, the, the, the ambiance, the the the, yeah. the 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 nuance, whatever. But now when I get to the airport, I'm like, did you just oh ugh. okay. But it just it's so
1: well, you know, and, and then <sighs> depending on who's checking you in, is this a carry-on? No, you gotta check that. Person in front of you, two full suitcases. Well, if they look the other way, that goes in the overhead bins.
0: That's what didn't make sense to I me. Mean, yeah, I mean, the
1: people in front of you had two big bags that were just as big as yours so and you had to ticket, check yours. The
0: ticket that I had said no carry on. It was printed in big words right on the ticket. And but yet when all the information that I got about the, the flight said if you have a suitcase that's too big, you can check it
1: at the gate. Yeah. So I'm like, Well I'll just check it at the gate. Yeah. If it's too big. Got and cut they off at the would pass, not they wouldn't
0: know? let me go through security. No.
1: And then the the, the the people in front of us had bags and pond bags upon I bags. I saw
0: a woman. My head was about to explode. There was a woman getting on the plane. She was she was priority, which means she was injured or right, right, whatever. She right. oh, was, well, can we she talk was, about the miracle flight? She event? Was, oh, the miracle. <laughs> we'll talk about that. She was before the board the, the 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 group A. Uh-huh. She went on that plane, and I am I, my hand is on my heart and my other hand is up to God. She went on a plane that said no carry-ons. She had three large carry on us. i saw her. and my head about
1: exploded yeah it's galling it's galling
0: and i'm like you're going on that plane I'm like i couldn't carry mine through security how did you get yours through security yeah
1: yeah again it's it's the luck of the draw so i want to talk about a flight we took on a budget airline but i want to go over a brief history of how we got here is that okay how we got How we got to budget airline. Oh, budget. How we got to uh, airline. Airline, I think airline travel, how it came to be what it is, is confusing to a lot of people. Just
0: before you get into that, it used to be you wanted to make a trip. You you called somebody else to make your plans for you because there were too many airlines and too many of this, and you didn't know how to do it. This is pre-computers. And now that there's computers, there's all the different... Uh, shopping, you know...
1: You you used a travel agent up until the internet, right? right. About 20 years ago is when we all started doing our own shit. Unless you
0: always bought your tickets through the exact and, same airline. And if
1: you're an older person, right?
0: Because if you always bought your tickets through the exact same airline, then you could just call
1: that airline right, directly Right, and make right, But plans. even that's fallen by the wayside. The, exactly. B- the loyalty to an airline. nobody has loyalty. Unless you, it's a credit card or something. Right. Okay, so... Commercial airlines started, the, or, or the, the Wright brothers made their plane, right? Oh my God! Going back that far, by the, by the teens. I hate
0: to tell you this, Kevin, but there was no beverage service on the Wright brothers' There was plane. no
1: beverage service at Kitty Hawk. So by the twenties, they had developed prop planes that could carry people. Thirties, commercial aviation in this country was in its infancy. They would seat like 16 people. You know, you would fly from New York to Cincinnati and it would take eight hours. And, and that, that was, was
0: when the chairs were like made of rattan wicker. or wicker. Yeah, or nice and light. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, after World War II, there were so many advances in, because the war drove technology and innovation, there were big strides made in prop technology and prop planes were bigger and stronger. And American the, the airline industry started to grow in America, but it was still for the super wealthy. Let me pause you right there. Going to
0: the stewardesses when they were called stewardesses when back in those days in the twenties and thirties you had to be a nurse you had to be you had to have like, multiple skill sets you had sets. to have all these multiple and you couldn't weigh very much <laughs> high end high end <laughs> skill sets to be able
1: languages yep. degrees uh, to be stewardesses on planes right because they had to keep the weight down to, and you had to be <laughs> you had to be small <laughs> so by the fifties the the super rich were slowly pushing commercial aviation around the world, but particularly in North America and Western Europe. In 1952, the British Overseas air, Airline Corporation, BOAC, introduced BOAC. the first jet uh, airline. BOAC. It was a the Comet, and it came out in 1952, and for a very brief time, British Airways, BOAC, had the only jet airline in the world of aviation. <laughs> Very quickly after that, though, we came out with the seven hundred and seven, the Boeing seven hundred and seven, and that took off, became Boeing's an industry an American stand. company? Yep, Boeing, yeah, Seattle, Washington-based. So it was still for the very, very rich through the sixties and seventies. Flight was it was registered. Yeah. It was restricted by the um, B O board of air traffic control, B O A, and then the uh, the uh, F A A decided that there were only a handful of airlines that were registered and. Uh, registered or licensed to fly across state lines. Wait,
0: there were planes that were flying that weren't registered or
1: they just, there was just a small amount of plane companies at the time? So by the 70s, there were only a handful of airlines that were allowed to fly across state lines that were regulated by the FAA. That was Pan Am, Eastern, the big names, right? TWA and all that. So you could fly within the state, like Southwest just flew in California. So it was only subject to state regulators as far as flying. Once you started really? going,
0: oh, that's very interesting. So in
1: 1978, under the Carter administration, the I'm FAA 10 years old. I was two in 1978. The FAA said we are going to deregulate interstate travel, which opened the gates. For all of these startups. You just had to meet federal regulations. You could fly in, you could start an airline that could fly state to state, coast to coast, whatever. That's when the floodgates opened. That's when prices came down. The free market economy entered the American airline industry. Okay. So that's when Southwest became a thing. That's when um Eastern Airlines became a I thing. Eastern. And it went and, and and so prices came down. It was still an expensive proposition, but it wasn't like it was prior to 1978. We had Freddie Laker Airlines. Freddie Oof. Laker, remember them? Freddie no. Laker. He was a British pioneer of cut bare bones, cheap flying. He he started. America. British. (laughs) Freddie Laker started, he was one of the pioneers of the bare bones budget airlines thing. He started in England in the 60s. He tried a bunch of times. And in the 70s, because it was regulated slightly differently in Europe, but he was the first one. Freddie Laker flights from England to New York. He had one, he went into LaGuardia, I think. And he flew out of, not Heathrow, but one of the off-brand London airports. That was one of his tricks, was to go from off-brand airport to like LaGuardia, not Kennedy. Well, that's still a trick. You, you yeah. go to the weird airports, you get a cheaper deal. And right. so, So faced with this new competition, established airlines tried to lure passengers with lower fares, and they curbed costs by cutting cabin service. This is like in the 90s when you went on American Airlines. If you went on American Airlines in 1990, you got a dinner. By 1997, it was like, would you like some peanuts? Right. You know what I mean? When, so, Do they- you
0: remember when you flew the first time?
1: Uh, I, n- um, yes, I think I do. Yeah. I was, I was a little kid and I was flying... To Ooh. Rhode Island from uh, Buffalo, but I was I was just a blur. But I, as, when I was the very first time I properly flew, I was a teenager and I remember it. I you was flew excited. when
0: you were a little little kid.
1: Yeah. Wow. I know, but it was a, it was a weird it was a I weird thing.
0: The first, I remember my mom flew a few uh, a couple of times. I the first real air, the first time I ever traveled by airplane. Uh uh-huh. I was on a work trip, so it was nineteen eighty. 90, 90 91, something like that. I mean, that was the first time. I literally I'd never flown before.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to I flew to Ireland or whatever, but I, I do remember it, and, but it was it was we got dinner, you know, it was yeah. it was proper and we dressed up for it. You dressed up. <sighs> I was brought up
0: by by a mother who made you dress to
1: travel. Yeah. Yes. Once the United States leading international airline Pan Am's level of service faltered in the 70s, the airline began to lose passengers. To gain domestic network, it bought national airlines in 1980. The merger proved costly. Pan Am went down. The bombing of Pan Am Flight 103 over Lockerbie was the death knell. Pan Am was one of the first of the big names to go. TWA went. Eastern went. Isn't it ima- imagine how big... Pan Am was 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 huge. huge. And um, it was sort of like when Oldsmobile went out of business, like in the 90s. I'm like, Oldsmobile's gone? You know, whatever. Southwest Airlines is an example of an airline that prospered from deregulation. They started as a small carrier flying between Houston and Dallas, not California. And then once the deregulation started, Southwest Airlines used plastic boarding passes that could be reused, that that when you... Boarded. You got wow. your A, B, and C, and you were given a plastic, and you handed that into the uh, the waitress, the stewardess, whatever, as, as you and got that on the plane. That,
0: you still said you still said uh, stewardess. Then.
1: Yeah, emphasizing no frills cabin service. Southwest used only Boeing 737s, which means you always has always had the spare parts for your mechanics. Um, they've pioneered direct service between underserved downtown airports, which is something that my brother Tim's recent airline Avila is doing the same thing Avila is a brand new airline modeling itself on Southwestern they were flying out of the Williamsburg Newport News Airport which I didn't even know existed I didn't either he flew direct from there to Fort Lauderdale a couple of weeks ago round trip if you didn't designate a seat $60 wow. in the middle of winter wow. so Avila does that um spirit is another classic spirit. you know you have to pay for a glass of water on spirit you in danger girl you've seen the meme right Have you?
0: Isn't that the one where they say there's chickens? There's There's chickens chickens on the the plane. plane.
1: All right. Well, to the the flight I wanted to talk about, because we were on a... On May 11th, 1986, Atlanta-bound Value Jet Flight 592 (laughs) caught fire minutes after leaving Miami International Airport. It famously crashed into the Everglades. Do you remember this one? Vaguely. Value Jet. I'd flown... Wayne and I had flown Value Jet a bunch of times. It was an Atlanta-based... Jet. It was using Atlanta as a spoke, and you'd connect through Atlanta. It was a pain in the neck, but for the prices in the mid-'90s, it was worth it. So uh, about a year, this was in May of 1996. In August of 1997, ValueJet had transformed into TransAir. TransAir. Now, that and, sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, and we are connecting through Atlanta, and we are on our way to Miami, and then we are going to continue on to Key West so we were flying it was a fairly uneventful flight from dc to atlanta then we got on the flight from atlanta to miami and it was uh maybe a 90 minute flight and then about uh i don't know an hour and 10 minutes into the flight (laughs) we started hitting some turbulence and it was and it was warm so it was september i think and there was a lot of uh, energy in the atmosphere (laughs) and then the turbulence kicked up and um we were like, wow, well, this is getting kind of bumpy. He didn't, he wasn't a nervous traveler. I didn't like it. I was like, oh, this is getting. So I'm always looking to the stewardesses, whatever. Well, they were still called stewardesses back then. Okay, and uh, they were all being kind of cool about it. And then all of a sudden, we hit some bumps that sent shit flying. Then the, the 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 pilot comes on and says, "Please return to your seats, uh, stewardesses, uh, crew, take your seats." We see them scramble. They're a little, they look a little rattled. Then the plane goes into a nosedive.
0: Oh, my God!
1: And everybody is freaking out at this point. The, we're being buffeted. Stuff's falling over. A guy, a couple of bros in front of us, took off his uh, seatbelt, stood up in the hu- in the aisle, and he yelled, Is this a fucking joke? And, and the, the girl next to me started crying. Oh, my God! The air masks came down. And for the next three minutes... I would have pissed myself. We were in a 45-degree... Dive, and, and some dipshit thinks it's smart enough to stand up and take. No, a seat. he was he was panicking. People were panicking. He stood up and he's like, "Is this a, like?" He was like looking around. And he's like, "Is this?" And everybody were white knuckling it. Even Wayne was white knuckling it. And he doesn't give a shit about flying. He's like, "Fuck, kill me." So away we go. I can't describe you the chaos. I, I cannot the terror. imagine. And even I look back at the stewardesses and they were looking at each other. They were like, "I, I don't know." And then after a while, it slowly stopped, and you know we're 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 kind of leveling out and then nothing we're flying the stewardesses aren't doing anything there's muffled sobs you know heavy breathing what the fuck was that right we go about 10 more minutes and then it was sort of like the guy from uh, family guy the guy who's the pilot um quagmire quagmire comes on uh uh some turbulence, a... and you could barely hear it. And he's like, "Sorry about that. We were going into a thunder." What they were doing was they were going straight into a thundercloud. They didn't realize that they're on their right. sonar radar on the right. plane. Didn't realize we were going right into it. They had to dive. They went something like seventeen thousand feet in ninety seconds. Ooh, and he's wow. like, "We, I'm s- sorry about that. We had to go under the thundercloud." Blah blah blah. And then the the stewardesses came down the aisle and they started putting the the things back up like they did it every day. I was like. How often has that happened? And she said, What well, we just went through doesn't happen a lot, but these things pop out pretty regularly. And I was like, What the hell? And she's like, Well, these are old Turkish Airlines planes that we that were bought right. secondhand. So we landed and everybody is like, Well, I don't know if it was worth the you know the hundred and fifteen dollars to get down here. So then we got on our you made it, but con- okay. connecting flight from Miami to Key West, and we were in a prop plane that seated about 14 people, Mm -hmm. the whole way we were buffeted Really, really badly. All the other passengers were, were like looking at everything. Wayne and I were so velocities at that point. I was filing my nails. Wayne fell asleep. The, 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 the people across the aisle from us, the wife was, was holding on her. And we it just was, did a nose dive in a jet. What's it this thing? terrifying. That's and then we landed at Key West, which we both agree is a very cool airport because they have those mannequins on the roof of the cool bar.
0: But I also told before to good company in the car. Flying in and out of Key West is one of the most unusual situations. I was not scared at all, but you come in, and the second those. Wheels hit the ground. They slam on the brakes. It's a short runway. Your way. forehead hits the seat in front of you. It doesn't matter. You're gonna because they, they have to stop it really quick. And when
1: they take off, it's okay. Hold on. Wow. Yeah, it's a crazy airport. But and yeah, it's such that was a
0: small a... airport. It has to be small planes.
1: That was a hell of a trip. But that yeah. was a, that was a budget airline. Would, and...
0: I I don't. I would have. I would honestly think that I would <laughs> I would soil myself.
1: Yeah, was I it was. Soil. It was. It was pretty scary. I remember when that um value jet flight went down in the Everglades. That my parents Parents were vaguely aware that we flew value jet or whatever, and I remember when that happened and it was announced over the radio. My dad grabbed my mom and was like, "What was Kevin on that flight?" Ah, he thought for a moment. Wait. And I, and my mom told me that because she was like, your dad was actually worried. Oh, it's <laughs> well, like, oh, <laughs> <go>. <laughs> I just warmed my heart. <laughs> anyway, so that's, uh, that's my experience with don't budget think flights ever had, I don't and you're coming back and bad. just seeing you. Oh, and you were standing next to Norma Desmond in security. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, the miracle flights. We heard a term that the uh, airline personnel use. There are so many people... The flight we had coming back from Fort Lauderdale to D.C., there were 12 people that needed to get on with um, wheelchairs. Yep. When we landed... Thank Only all. one of them needed it. And, and, and they call those miracle flights. People who can't walk when they get on the flight, my but our neighbor able-
0: <laughs> who was a flight attendant said we call them the, we call them miracle flights. It's they show up with crutches and canes and knee braces yeah. and, and all this kind of, to get on the plane and then when the plane
1: Well, uh, suddenly they're healed. And the funny part is, is <laughs> I
0: guess it's cuz they flew so close to heaven. I Jesus guess, touched exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> now see I mean I my thing is is when I fly Flying is so stressful for me. And it's not the flying. It's, it's getting not, to your seat. It's not any of that. Once I am on the plane and in my seat,
1: yeah.
0: I downshift four gears. Yep. And then when I have my seatbelt on and I'm sitting there and I'm all calm and everything yeah. and the then plane starts to leave, I am complete. I am completely relaxed. I will fall asleep. It's it,
1: navigating it, the knuckleheads to get to your seat. It's getting
0: through the airport. Yep, it is. So watching these people and and then the exact opposite. So the plane lands. Uh And one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. I know what it is. Is the plane lands and they (laughs) make the little ding noise Uh, and people hop up and start getting their
1: suitcases. Yeah.
0: You can't go anywhere. You're not
1: going anywhere. You, it
0: doesn't matter if you have your suitcase. It doesn't matter. Any, you cannot leave the plane until the hundred people yeah. in front of you get off the plane. And
1: airports sure do bring out the strange in people. I don't know where these people live. Oh, but you either. get to an airport, I'm like, where do you live? I don't understand. Where do you live?
0: Like, as I said earlier, my mother was really big about you. you ha- when you travel, you have to look nice because you yeah. not dress up, but you have to look yeah, nice. Bam. So if you're going into a restaurant, you're going, into a gas station and now you go to airports and they're in
1: pajamas literally
0: flip-flops and Uh, i just yeah halter
1: tops and hoochie mama i would never
0: ever 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 wear flip-flops on a plane well first of all i would not wear flip-flops oh oh sorry (laughs) i would never wear flip-flops anywhere other than a beach or pool but that's just me i don't like flip-flops but i would never wear sandals i would never wear, well, never people- i want to not because if my plane goes down you want to be wanna, able to run across the I wreckage wanna, exactly <laughs> thank you thank
1: you oh man that uh and i the uh the funny thing i saw a collection of southwest airlines the employees are allowed to have a little more leeway when they're talking to the passengers. Right. They're supposed to have and as and after an especially bumpy landing the uh the flight attendant got on it's like please remain seated while the pilot taxis the smoking remains of our jet to the That's taxi, really funny. isn't that funny? That's really my funny. favorite thing to do. Is I if I've got a morning flight, especially if it's like eight or nine in the morning, I am not happy until I see someone at one of the bars drinking <laughs> <a> beer. <laughs> Rules don't apply at the airport, so you can have a martini, having a beer at six o'clock, <laughs> having a martini. Very, very when funny. When I see that, I'm like, you are a champion. That's, That's made very my flight. Funny. So. Yeah. That's budget airlines yeah. people but thanks for listening to me run my mouth about that and I just wanted to I, share a brief I've mystery. never heard
0: that story before that's absolutely yeah. terrifying yeah. Now with well, the other thing with 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 flying and stuff like that over the years I've seen the change in the flight attendants because they were stewardesses and yeah. stewards and now they're called flight attendants yeah. and i guess that's because it's an a non-gender specific name Sure, sure, sure. It's whatever yeah. because i know the the flight attendants that i do know uh-huh. they refer to themselves as stewardesses yeah which is funny whether they're a guy or a girl they <laughs> refer to themselves as stewardesses that's beside the point so um it is funny to me, yeah. and I and I'm not being a classist, even though it sounds that way. But the the lesser expensive of the airline, the oh, shout
1: out to Sven while we're referencing all this. <laughs> Sven,
0: my, my, my next generation, he, he calls
1: himself a stewardess.
0: He calls himself steward. He is a flight attendant, <laughs> and, and he walks he, the Atlantic and twice he, a day. He goes, I walk across the Atlantic twice a day, or something like that. Yeah, and um, but it is funnier how the 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 less um, what is the word I'm looking for not not uh, classy not uh, the less established the more established an airline is uh-huh. the I'm not going to say better looking because that's not the word I'm going for
1: right but the more flight, put together the, the flight exactly are, yeah. thank you yeah, yeah. The now, Spirit <laughs> Airlines Spirit look Airlines look like they be chewing on like, a piece of hay and really playing it, a jug and band I'm not
0: saying they don't work hard <laughs> yeah, I'm not do. making any criticisms whatsoever Plus, the
1: but you know, there easier. there have
0: been a time Time or two when I've been on a budget airline. Uh, now, as I've said, I've said to good company in the car, people, I am a big man. I'm yeah. fat. Oh, oh! Before I forget, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt this story with this story. <laughs> when you get on the plane, and as I said, I've, I've gained weight over the last few years more than before. <laughs> when you get on the plane and they do the little, okay, the exits are located here and here, and they yeah. show you how to use the seat belt where they connect it and unconnect it. <laughs> do you know what that is? That is called a seat extender. And do you know what a seat extender is for? It
1: extends the seatbelt.
0: It's for fat
1: people. <laughs>
0: and I have accepted because it doesn't make sense. But only I, temporarily. No, well, no, 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 not even that. Sometimes I get in a plane, the seatbelt buckles. Uh-huh. Sometimes I get on a plane, the seatbelt doesn't buckle.
1: After a week and a half Fort Lauderdale, it's not going to buckle. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. That's funny, but no, no, no. There are times I get on, get on planes and the seatbelts fit, and there's times I get on planes and the seatbelts don't fit. I don't know what the reason about that is because my weight does not fluctuate. It's actually slowly going up, but... I have no problem asking for the extender seatbelt now, and it's very funny because it is literally all at at four. How old am I? Fifty five. At fifty five, the seatbelt that they do. I'm I'm doing a visual. We all know I'm doing a visual for you. I'm holding my hands over my head and putting the seatbelt together. (laughs) That is the seatbelt extender. Yeah that they give to you to mm, use if you're too sure. big for the So you've been looking at them your
1: whole life. You just didn't I, know you to I've been looking at them my eventually. whole life
0: and had no clue.
1: Stand up. Be, so, you know, when they hand it to you, you could stand up and do the demonstration I in the could, aisle and be like, I, 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 I don't need this. I'm here to I demonstrate. I could actually
0: do that. That's very funny. <laughs> so what were we talking about before I interrupted my own story?
1: Uh, we were um, talking... Oh, students' about-
0: this is- wait, wait, wait. So I have noticed... That on
1: better airlines, more better expensive airlines better airlines.
0: The flight attendants are a little better put together Younger, and a little more attractive. And the cheaper the airline,
1: the older the, the more bang. The, the less <laughs>
0: the less um the less put together. Now, I'm not about to fat shame anybody because baby, if you can be a flight attendant and you are heavy and you can walk up and down that plane for more a whole, power, good you. for you. Yeah. But if your butt is so big you have when to walk you, sideways. when you walk through the thing, that you you're pointed that out one time. And there was this and I, she was she was a fantastic really? flight attendant. it? Was, the, I have no criticisms about her navigate, work. Yep. But when she walked she hit everybody, she walked down the aisle. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to be mean. I swear to God I'm not. No, but if you it's literally a part like it would be like me trying to get in and out of a Lamborghini yeah I can't get in and out of a Lamborghini
1: and as a result you don't really like them that much and I, yes
0: <laughs> and I don't want one anyway I don't want a Lamborghini sour grapes sour grapes exactly <laughs> so at any rate uh that that's just that so um but uh, in our ongoing conversation here about Flying. Flying.
1: The age It is of funny
0: to me jokes. how people are but. willing to show... My, my. I was brought up with a act right, don't act like an idiot. Now, this is... Don't act like an idiot, but have fun. I yeah. was always allowed to laugh and talk yep. and carry on. But I was you act like a, act like you have yeah. sense. Act like you've been there before. I don't know what the best way to describe that is, but you know, along those lines. And I will see people on planes and it's like you've obviously traveled before because you know what to do. Why are you Acting like that on a plane, yeah.
1: People take forever to just put one piece of luggage in the overhead. I don't understand it's that. Fir- Is this the first time you've flown? I've done that before. When I've seen someone, it's the same thing. When you see someone in a brand new car and you pull up and they haven't used the turn signal and it's fucking everything up, and you end up in the parking lot next to them. Oh, great, nice new car. That's a shame, though. Uh-huh. Oh, what's a shame? The blinker's uh-huh. already broken, right? Oh, fuck you, you know so. Uh-huh. But anyway, that's our discussion about Be- the trials and tribulations of the first world problems of the <laughs> 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 hey, Thanks for listening, that's everybody. love
0: me it.